0: boom hey y'all what's up y'all i mean i'm saying this would be good to have on the um... i mean we could just talk about it i mean we could just (laughs) talk about it (laughs) your aunt i mean let's just talk about it we're just talking about our exposure (laughs) to like chitlin circuit i hate using that word but that's what it it, it is (laughs) like like i'm not gonna lie i saw like it's like 2003 and a girl i was dating back when i was doing that Mm -hmm. she brought me to see one of the Medea plays Mm -hmm. and um I was shocked. It was really funny, and it was it was very it was so much improvised. So much of it was mm-hmm. uh, relevant to like music, pop culture, politics at the time. Mm-hmm. It was really well done. The people were singing. I'm not gonna lie. Like I yeah. get why it was such a hit. They do yeah. be
1: singing though. They do be yeah. Singing. That I can give it. They he he finds the voices. Are they still yeah. they're still doing
0: plays? And it was a bunch they? of shirtless, oiled up men who were gorgeous. Always well. Christian Keys Spe- being one of them. Speaking and Christian Keys was the one I saw. Which? And I'll, also this dark skinned dude with dreads i remember him. i just got 10 percent gayer just That's now but, all right.
1: but he it's was just right. i was like God it's, it's hilarious
2: he has a show called the have and have nots yes uh-huh. every male lead fine beautiful love. yes just beautiful and the, the black ones and the white ones yes yeah, beautiful but the but white the women guys can too. look like anything they can and,
0: and not that none of them are
2: beautiful no they are some of them but, are but but they're, but
0: they're all shape sizes shapes, yes and sizes. all the men the cut men up, are all gorgeous yes. all
2: gorgeous all in shape they might
0: be all colors but they're all like yeah. it's, it's, classically it's kind handsome. of funny actually. Yeah. All got crazy gym bodies. Yeah, yes. Like every single like time. thick beefy Chippendale dancer kind mm-hmm. of body. Right. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like,
1: come
2: on now. Like it's hilarious.
1: But it's funny that Eric mentioned that because I mentioned that my aunt also exposed me mm-hmm. to theater and yeah. my favorite genre of food being seafood mm. she, oh, wow. she threw some clams in my face and i was like these are so delicious and <laughs> right. i love seafood now and i yeah. will eat anything from the well, water funny, the girl Come who on, took seafood. me to see the play
0: also introduced me to daryl coley because mm. in the baptist, baptist church call him daryl i'm Darryl. not i'm not saying no <laughs> Baptist people knew about him <laughs> but it wasn't like a really big thing and like I don't know. I feel like more of my Pentecostal Apostolic Kojic friends knew about you know, mm, and um, and yeah. so she was one of those, you know, mm. um, one, one of those. I know what you mean, I know but what um, you mean. I but I we just I sang hymns out mm. the book. Yeah, <laughs> we knew about Kurt Franklin. Right, <laughs> I heard his
2: voice for the first time. I know. I was, I was blown like, away.
1: How is yeah. this? Because she was like, she like, when I first mm, when I first so started veldy. taking voice
0: lessons. Well, I started coaching kind of like low key around sixteen, not like professionally, but she used to say like, um. Mm-hmm. Can you do runs? Can you teach me to do runs like Daryl Coley? And I was like, Who? Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Yep. we got to we got to get you some Daryl. She also put me on to Celine
2: Dion. Oh okay, oh, wow. is that she, the one also put you on? To she basically Campbell? made you and who you La- are. And Lucretia Campbell. Shout
0: out to Joy Joy Mac. I didn't realize she put me on to so much stuff. Campbell. And you know, and the thing is, she also she also put me onto Lucretia Campbell. And she and she also who um because i remember she was like you you, you got to hear celine dion i was like the little the french canadian woman mm-hmm. and she was like boy and she played for me some mm-hmm. song i was like wow she's really she really has some good taste yeah yeah, yeah. And, and she's the one who put me on to lucretia mm-hmm. um i heard bomb and Gilead for the first time at, a yeah. a bomb with that Gilead. african outfit
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
0: she, she was getting up there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she was singing that <laughs> Normally I do it, but I, <laughs> I, I I was telling Michael early I slept I slept with the windows open and the fan on last oh, night. Oh yeah. no! So
3: I oh, oh, is a <laughs> night. you know
1: I, I
0: guess I still have <laughs> it. I <right>? uh,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: mean, caught, you caught that. I guess I still sad. have it. It's somewhat. <laughs> uh, it's somewhat there. Oh. I guess.
0: I guess Mm-mm. I never really lose the gift, but I guess I just will always mm-hmm. have it because that's just me or whatever, but well, I mean, I'm a regular person just like you, but better like, uh, <laughs> let me <a> stop. <laughs> Anyway,
1: so one of my friends, he was listening to our podcast for the first time and he mm-hmm. was like, I cannot tell who's speaking when y'all talk. I can't but tell. Does he remember the beginning? Well, when he, we introduce ourselves, he tries, we didn't introduce ourselves uh, this time. Oh, we oh haven't yeah. Yet. That's why I was about to do oh, okay. it. Oh, OK. But for my friend that's listening, and I know, you know, I'm talking to you. <laughs> this is me and my voice. This is Dier DeMarcus, your friend
2: oh, of yes, many boy. years.
3: Oh,
0: talking to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike. My name is Michael or Mike. I'll be talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> OK. <laughs>
0: next no
3: (laughs) chicken next
0: (laughs) (laughs) my name is eric and i actually talk like
2: this all the time
3: whatever
0: no i'm eric
2: uh so what we got on the table for today
1: oh oh
0: we're not gonna do any kind of small talk
1: oh yeah i mean small talk well let's um what's going on well, just a little bit. Okay, we could give the people more. Y'all want more? <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. I want more, <laughs> more, more. She didn't sound like that. Who's what song is that? Um, I was just more, doing more, Bob more. Oh, Joanne Rosario. Oh. She had a song called "I Need More." Who? Joanne Rosario. She was a gospel artist back okay, right? I don't know that song. Yeah, oh, had. I probably
1: know the song. I probably don't know who. That she was her
2: only known known song. Oh hmm. wow, I didn't even know. I've been listening to that was back in like the early
1: two thousands. <laughs> Interestingly enough. I've been listening to a lot of guys' property lately because Man. I just felt I, w- I was in they a nostalgic a, they mood. They had some bomb-ass songs. I was though. like, so many songs. Are so yeah, they did. Kirk Franklin, he can write Yeah, he can play.
0: And he got some singing-ass people.
1: Yes, yes. he does. He does. And I sent Michael um, one of the songs that I absolutely love for whatever reason um, is He'll Take the Pain Away. Mm-hmm. That was one of my He'll favorites on that particular the pain CD. Away I know He'll, He'll take the magic didn't work this time. We'll get it later. Don't, don't worry. We got to warm up to it.
0: That's because he withdrew the blessing because we're all gay,
2: <laughs> right? So. <laughs> so, small talk, really quick. In um, outing news, I guess you could say. Did y'all hear about um, Orlando Brown?
1: No.
0: What, he's gay now?
2: Well, right. Well, apparently, first <laughs> of all. You did say
0: outing news, right? No, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. So the <laughs> way you
1: said he's gay now. Apparently. I
2: do not think all <laughs> The tag says this. It's not even cool no more.
1: Right. This I know, right?
0: They're messing up our agenda.
2: I know. Come on. <laughs> this Guys? man, in, in the video, this guy is speaking, and the tag says, this man, referring to the guy who's speaking, this man came forward claiming Orlando Brown tried to talk to him a few years ago after Orlando Brown bashes trade songs for gay rumors. And so the guy claims that he was somewhere in LA and he went onto the elevator and Orlando Brown was in the elevator and um, he complimented this dude on his hair. Mm-hmm. And so later that night, when he was on Grindr, um, not Orlando, but this guy, when this guy was on Grinder, oops that was him. When he was on Grinder, he got a message and um, the guy said, you know, it was nice to see you today or whatever. And so this guy was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he was like, "Well, who are you?" And so Orlando sent him a picture or a video or one of the two, and it was Orlando Brown.
1: Does he have the picture? Or I know, the video? you know, because you know exactly. people can exactly people
2: exactly. can say whatever. But apparently, this guy's really famous. He has like a million followers, and he's the you the Uber facts guy. Don't Have y'all heard of him?
1: Uber. Yeah, I mean,
2: I'm talking about some Uber. Sorry, I'm very tired. Listeners, please forgive me. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Uber facts guy. Oh, uh, Uber. <laughs> no, I, Uber facts guy. I just thought guy. it was somebody I never heard. No, of no, him. no, no. no. Exactly. Uber facts guy. I went to his page. he Has like over a million followers. Apparently, he's really known, but I don't know who he is. I don't know. But, but I, 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 I thought
0: Orlando, Orlando Brown was supposed to be blue. Oh, so well, isn't a, that'd isn't, be a different, isn't Legolas? Um, yes, he is. Okay, but um, that's my
1: Orlando Tennessee Brown husband. But I thought that's Orlando so Brown Ravens. was um, not Orlando. Boom. But I thought he like
0: mm bop bop Listen, yeah, yeah. Someone
2: put that in the comments. Something about that um bop
0: Oh yeah, now the um bops again. But
2: I went to Orlando's page. What is going on? He looked like he's aged like forty years, and doesn't look healthy at all. His crack is whack.
1: Wait, oh, yeah. Orlando brown wait that's who were you him? mentioning
2: that's about
0: orlando brown
1: from that's a raven oh, okay got it okay he put yeah. out a
0: video talking okay. about he mm-hmm. ate raven out and it yeah, was I he remember. gave her okay. the right bop, bop, yeah bop, his, bop. his
1: whole aging thing is probably he's on drugs so related clearly to, he's on but, drugs yeah clearly well, that interview was very it's not no
0: low low carb diet kind of weight loss <laughs> like he looks emaciated like he looks he looks tired and haggardly like he mm-hmm. looks He looks run down And it's not He ain't even no judgment But he's clearly on drugs Yeah It just is what it is Mm. Yeah You can tell from his erratic behavior
2: Yeah that's true Another political news, despite, I'm reading a, a, a title, sorry. Despite strong apprehension, Senator Jeff Sessions has been named Donald Trump's U.S. Attorney General. Boring. Stop boring. I'm just playing. <laughs> you know, let's get away from no, that. No, no, that's all I want to say about that. That's all. Yeah. Just getting people yeah, a little bit of know. Just, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's, it's I, know, not, I know the
1: people need a break. It's yeah. not you.
0: It's the, the, the thing is, Um, I just want to do a quick, this is still not a break, but a quick shout out to my people in New Orleans. Uh, tornadoes mm-hmm. touchdown. Yeah. And randomly, not only did they hit, mm-hmm. this is the thing that's so crazy, just so y'all know. New Orleans East, historically, is one of the most like weather-resistant parts of New Orleans. Well, not no more, but mm-hmm. it was. And so when Katrina hit, it was like a big deal that the East was hit so hard. Yeah. Because all my life growing up, all my parents' life growing up, the East was kind of like, you good. You know, every el- mm-hmm. everywhere else might flood, but you're not really going to flood. And so it, for those of you who don't know, I'm from New Orleans. New Orleans never really fully recovered. If you go to New Orleans, like your friend who was like, oh, I don't go to New Orleans all the time. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you know, it's like, oh, it's, it's back. No. <laughs> no boy who just visits every now and then <laughs> the french quarter which was never hit in the first place is back but it was never gone where people lived it never fully recovered if you tried mm-hmm. to go to the east yeah that used to be like middle class to upper middle class to even some rich people like bishop paul morton lived there i lived there athletes judges politicians now like the, my last trip to new orleans the cab driver was like just don't ask me to go to the east yeah i was like damn and now tornadoes are hitting mm-hmm. so it's gonna be really messed up because it wasn't really fully recovered from katrina and now they said at least three tornadoes, possibly as many as seven hit. Mm. The last I checked, I don't know what the latest is. But
1: um, if y'all don't believe global warming is real by and that's, now,
0: that's what my mom's. But guess what people were saying it from New Orleans. Guess if you already know, you already know. <laughs> no,
1: I
2: don't know, but I have a feeling. Go ahead. My, my
0: brother Michael was like, um, "Man, I you know you know you and Marcus normally the ones who get like into politics and stuff. Like I normally just kind of you know in religion and everything. I just kind of be chilling or whatever." She's like, "But I had to say something because niggas is tripping. People from New Orleans was talking about some, and I thought he was." I didn't think he was lying, but I did I didn't see it until after he mentioned it. then I started seeing it. This is God's way. because uh, of all the crime. I already knew it was coming. So I don't so God's gonna strike this is the thing. If God's gonna strike New Orleans, he's gonna strike the residential area but spare Bourbon Street
1: <laughs> where
0: all of the debauchery happens. He's gonna spare the good people of Bourbon Street <laughs> and the so, and I'm and St. So Anne. He's not even gonna hit the gay part. Saint like St. Anne, like like he's not gonna hit like the, the gay clubs and stuff. And you know, y'all y'all don't even know how to be Christians right. You're He's supposed to hate stupid. the gays and hate the drunkards. Mm. You're not supposed to just go after regular people. No. That's Old Testament. i I'm going to flood this bitch.
1: Come yeah. on. That's Come Old on.
0: Testament, God, just wanting destruction yeah. just for kick, shits and giggles. <laughs> Yeah, they always go
2: there. They always go there. And and
0: my brother Michael posted a post on Facebook today. Shout out to Mike, saying like, "Y'all stop that dumb shit." It's
2: an easy scapegoat,
0: and it's also insulting as fuck to people who lost lives. Right, exactly. And and, and also people who lost homes. It's like, well, you deserved it because you ain't holy. Mm -hmm. Like Christians need to stop with that shit. Yeah,
2: it's a mess. It's a mess. But on a lighter note,
0: mm-hmm. I've been watching Insecure. Yes! Dead y'all. Insecure is good,
2: you Insecure, insecure, but I can't help it. Y'all know
0: that song. Like from no, About how many been.
1: episodes were there? Like, I, I think like, weren't many—eight many. or nine. I'm on episode like three right now. Okay, I think,
0: I think it was, it was like, like eight. But I just got HBO. Like, you know, on Amazon that you get like a channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I, and I don't watch TV enough to like, but I like Westworld. And so, um, I haven't seen. I don't them. think I've watched that. Yeah, it's based on a old movie, but they turned to a show. It's really. It's very Gnostic. Mm. Um, I don't want to say too much without giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like Westworld. I watched the whole first season. Um, the
2: Travelers on
0: Netflix is good.
1: Yes, Travelers is good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check that out. Very it looks interesting
0: it. to me. I also have it been watching The Rating. Magicians. Mm, yes, me yes.
1: too. I haven't started season two yet. Okay, well, I
0: started. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm on like.
1: I'm pretty caught up. Where yeah. where, where can we watch it? Is it, cause I'm, I I'm watching, it, on, cause I was watching on Netflix. Okay so you're sci-fi. watching on okay. Yeah right.
0: but you can see like if you Well I have like basic cable Do people still use that terminology anymore? I don't have all the channels but I have basic you know, cable Through know. Xfinity I can watch like certain shows Yeah, Like mm-hmm. you know kind of yeah. like an on demand thing okay. On my
1: mm-hmm. computer so I do that I might check it out I mean, I might try to actually start watching it. I was just going to wait until the whole season. It's on so. point.
2: Right. And I, actually, I should say, I'm watching it through sci-fi.com, but similar to Eric, who's watching it through an Xfinity, I'm watching it through, what is Verizon's thing? files um, Files. So yeah. you actually have to have like mm. uh, an account to do it. So you can't just go to sci-fi.com and expect to watch right. it. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have an account. It's funny, yeah. even, even
0: when I watch the new edition thing, they make you sign in through your cable provider. Right, right? Oh, exactly. Okay. To watch it that. online. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah a lot of do that okay well all right cool 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 because
1: i was watching dark matter yeah exactly when is season time. three coming i don't it's know it's
2: another good show called dark matter. i love that show have
0: y'all God, watched I was... the igines iGen on netflix it's like a or it's like an original netflix original anime mm-hmm. about the people who can't die mm. It sounds very interesting. That. It's called Igen or Igene. That reminds mm-hmm. me
1: of you needing to watch Re Zero. Oh, right. Life I don't of the know Death. It's kinda of similar in a in, in a sense, um, not to give anything away, other than what they show in the preview, but basically he can he can't die. Well, he dies, but then he comes back and only he has memory of him being having lived before. That's obvious. Nobody else does. That. But he it's mm-hmm. kinda of like oh, wow. a reset. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. Mm. wow Very cool.
0: this has so. similarities it yeah. sounds like but okay. yeah check it I started, out i it started shows. watching emerald city too only because i saw people complaining online yeah about how dorothy is like latina mm. and i was like Fuck oh, is that what they complaining
1: about? well i only saw people complaining that the show just wasn't that good well i saw people
0: <laughs> saying like how could she be dorothy because she's speaking spanish in like the first episode <laughs> <laughs> she's beautiful
1: mm. tire me out i know yeah and i hard. haven't
0: watched it like that to know if it's good or not mm-hmm. i just saw like the beginning and i fell asleep mm-hmm. but um i just wanted to see what the fuss was about oh she looks like she could be like just a little mixed girl really yeah, yeah. she looks like the flash dance girl
2: <laughs> i remember her mm-hmm. I remember
0: like a young her. version of her
2: dance girl mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right so we had some questions from you all we got some a lot topics. of feedback a lot of you guys were like mm-hmm. y'all
0: need to do the live session thing okay okay um so we're working on. We will. We will. We
1: will talk about. We will.
0: Yeah. I think. I think <laughs> the overall consensus is y'all need to just like just do the damn thing and do yeah. a live thing. I think once a month will probably be.
1: Once a month will be good. Yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. For yeah. us, we'll I think. but
0: I would love to. I think that'll be great. I think it'll be. I think we're gonna do it. But anyway, okay. I have
1: some questions. So at least that way people. we can kind of preempt, like, mm-hmm. give them the date and
2: everything. yeah, we'll do that. A, a,
1: ahead of time
0: consider yeah. it done so some of you guys have written hey. in you asked to remain anonymous so i'm gonna keep it anonymous um but i will say for context these are both young black males mm-hmm. okay and um one of them is 27 and the other one is 30 mm-hmm. okay so just to get an age bracket they're both around in the same age bracket i guess mm-hmm. so the first question is well i think i need to ask them in a different order because i think that one's gonna feed into the other so one of them is um I mean, i'll just ask them the order i got them. How do you find love as a gay black man? And this is the second part. Um, let me leave this out. Uh, how do you find love as a gay black man? And also, why is it so hard to find love as a gay black man? And I don't know if that's necessarily true or not, but I feel like that's something to be answered. I'm going to let y'all go first.
2: Well, how do you find love? For one, I'm not in love right now, Um I've been in love before and how did I find that love? Well, I already talked about all the story about <laughs> about being catfish. Um, but I've met people and I'm gonna be like extremely literal. I've been to speed dating events, um, gay speed dating events, actually shout out to uh can
1: I social say experiments oh, okay i'll just say it yeah social yeah. experiments i was gonna say actually say his name Thank but
2: <laughs> <laughs> social experiments he'll, he'll be on the show soon enough, right <laughs> social experiments is a um a My yes a gay dating um service um i guess i can say service yeah. um event events mm-hmm. that happen in They're the dc same. area so i've been to that and i've had numerous dates from those no love found but there was numerous dates well can
0: i dissect the question and ask you this and yeah. still keeping it in on you do you think it's hard to find love as a okay gay so to jump to the second part or harder um, than it's
2: i don't well I, I can't compare it to anything else i never tried to love a woman before but do i think it's hard um because
0: i hear it a lot like why is it so hard and the yeah. indication is that it's somehow harder than if you were straight or if you were a female or if you were like as a gay black man why is it so hard yeah the, the, like the subtext is it it is extra hard
2: right yeah Um, like I said, since I've never tried to love a woman, I can't compare it to that. Mm -hmm. But in and of itself, do I think it's hard to find love as a gay and black man? I think it's challenging, but some of that's on me and not necessarily on the other person. Some of it's on me because right now, um, I I don't want to have love right now because I'm still (laughs) trying to get myself together. (laughs) You know what I mean? But what has been challenging with it when I've attempted is either we just did not have the same values in terms of, um, exclusivity or, uh, what else got in the way? The, some of the places I was trying to find companionship was just not working. Like the apps don't work for me. For me, I know there are people who it does work for, but when I was on Grinder, when I was on Jack, it was either, you no, know, let's have sex or that's all there is. Or, you know, there was nothing of substance that I could find. And again, that's not to put it all on the other people that I met. Some of it could have been my own insecurities and the things I needed to work on. You know, so I I don't know. I feel like I can't even really give a great answer because right now I'm not my mind frame is not there. But Mm. what I would say from what I observed from other people and from my experiences, it can be difficult because some gay guys, especially black guys, can be so superficial that Mm. if you don't have the right look, the right tonal quality, Mm. you know, the right body, (laughs) um, the right. In the DMV area, the right credentials, the right education, the right finances. I used to think that you know? I
0: wasn't fun enough. Right, right, exactly. Like
2: it I just seems like the enough. the requirement. You should have told, <laughs> <I laughs> yeah. told me I wasn't smart <laughs> enough. You should have told me And 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 also, you know. Uh, another thing that i see and i'm not trying to put it off of me I'm, tr- I'm trying to include myself in my experiences too but one thing i do observe about others at least online i see some fine ass black gay men um talk about how they can't find anyone or whatnot mm-hmm. but i see their comment sections flooded with admirers yes mm-hmm. you know but yep. i see these same guys on the timeline of other fine black guys mm-hmm. who just aren't giving them attention right and mm-hmm. so i just think that with gay gay With black people, with gay black eyes. that is so astute. I've noticed that too. Yeah, yeah, Uh it is. It can. It's so saturated with the outward appearance that (laughs) all of us at some point just ain't giving another one a chance because they don't look the right way. And I have been there before. I'm not. I'm not just blaming other people. I've been there before. Or you're holding
0: out hope that you could find one that looks a little bit
2: better. Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. Right. You know. So yes, I do think it can be difficult, but I do have. A few friends who are in relationships and it seems to be working out for them, so it can be done. But yeah. I was no, let me go just ahead. Say this right
0: mm-hmm. quick. I was talking to a friend last night, um, uh, who's not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I was telling him about how I don't feel like a gay man in this one way. I feel very much so like a heterosexual woman based mm-hmm. on this quote. So he said and I might mess it up a little bit, but you guys get the idea. He said that he's heard it said that men find a way to fall in love with with you based on how you look yeah and women find a way to be attracted to you mm-hmm. based on how you act like your personality yeah, yeah. and so i agree with i that. feel like i'm the woman in that way yeah like i feel yeah. like and y'all know not not presently who i'm with i'm not going to do that to but i've dated guys who a lot of people were like i don't see it right like right. Isn't, they're not about to win any modeling company mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i was like but i love like it's their personality just made them so gorgeous to me. Mm. And I find that, and I would, I'll have friends say like, how you get, you just get good ones. Like Mm. even the ones that didn't work out and Mm -hmm. dissolved amicably, they were good. A lot of them. And I'd have people say like, how are you getting all these good guys? And I'm like, there are plenty around, but I even, the guy in particular who asked this question, (laughs) I feel like I can't say what I really want to say. It's interesting the kind of guys he goes after. Mm. Um, Okay, I'll say he he told me this himself. And this is interesting. He was like, people tell me I don't have a right to go after the kind of guy, I go after because of the way I look. He's I don't want to guess weight, but he's significantly overweight.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the only kind of guys he's attracted to are guys that are ripped and look like they live in the gym. Yeah. And he's like, I can't find love. Mm-hmm. Like well, you're, you're not really looking You're not looking for love. For love. Yeah. <laughs> That's not I think guys need to get real and mm-hmm. need to stop playing, but I, what you saying I'm supposed to settle? <laughs> I'm mad that you think settling mm. is anybody who doesn't have an 8-pack. Right. Like, if that's settling to you, you're going to be very disappointed. Right. And the thing is, you don't even hold yourself to this standard, standard. that you, Exactly. So exactly. how, how like can you, you, want you expect a, someone uh, else to do the same? You want an 8-pack, but you have a no-pack. And he's like, but I'm working on me. yeah. Okay. but you got a long way to go you do you do
2: and while you're talking another thing that just popped in my mind um one more thing and then i'll kind of pass it i know i've been kind of talking a lot is
1: um i won't have much to say but i will have something to say guaranteed <laughs> um, another reason why i think it's hard
2: <laughs> another reason why i think it's hard for a gay black man to find love is since there's been so much opposition to being a gay black man We still have guys who are extremely closeted, um, extremely self-hating, and even the ones who claim to be comfortable... Oh, if you read God, the signs Michael. are really not comfortable no, not. and no, what I can't I don't, I don't have to have had a woman to make this comparison for heterosexuals where it's normal for relationships it's so much more open so you can just kind of live in that life but with us since it's always been opposition and being closeted it's like first you gotta find someone who even loves himself and then find someone oh, that you can my, be with and okay. therein
1: lies the issue
2: right so that's oh. another issue so no it, yeah, it can be hard very hard yeah I agree it can definitely be very difficult
1: oh yes and as I mentioned earlier, when we mentioned this topic, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, no, I just find it so <laughs> funny that you said that. Cause yeah, you know, I just kind of speak my mind or whatever, but yeah, you, I mean, you gotta be cute. I mean, you just, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You yeah. just, you gotta be cute to someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And no, that's not, that's not <clears throat> a staple in finding what I consider actual love mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And similar to Eric, um, You know, lining up my exes—God, that sounds so horrible. Lining up my exes, Mm -hmm. none of them look alike. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And same for me. And and Mm -hmm. I have gotten comments before that "Mm, you're not that cute, but that's not the point. Like Mm -hmm. the point is, I'm attracted to him Mm -hmm. and his personality and whatnot. And so this is this is love. This is what love is supposed to be, not just oh, you know, he's not. I've had I've had friends of mine tell me that they broke up with their partners because of. Arbitrary shit like oh he snores or Mm, oh you know I I thought he was gonna be a little bit taller and Mm -hmm. I've even heard people say like I've even heard well he grew Mm.
0: he grew man boobs.
1: I'm I'm just like I'm (laughs) like shit like that. I just
0: You know who you are. Like love to me is is thick
1: and thin and yes, I understand that sometimes people may get to a point where you may not be as attracted to them Mm. physically, but does that essentially change who they are? Mm -hmm. No. That's not love. That's not the way that works. That's you looking for, you know, that perfect body type. And then... And it's you really trying to fix something
0: in yourself. Right, exactly. Like, it's you really trying to, you're really trying to, like, soothe, and it's really, uh, uh, like, this this attempt to put a salve on your own feelings Mm -hmm. of inadequacy. Mm -hmm. And it just kills me how a lot of, when guys tell me, like, like you, like you said, like my exes range from five feet tall to six foot four. Right. From darkest of dark skin to lightest of light skin and, and everything adding. in between. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so all of them were men of color, though. So that's that's one unifying thread. Yeah. yeah. Like all of them yeah. were black. But um <laughs> same here. Uh, <laughs> well, don't so talk about people one. I dated. Actual right. relationships. Right. right. <laughs> so Exactly. Actual relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um but I just find that to me, one of the biggest pro- I might kind of hit it on the nail on the head. Like, I was talking to, like, every time pe- guys come to me and will say, like, what is your advice for me? Mm-hmm. Like, you guys, some of you listening. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, and y'all know I love you, and you know I tell you this when we talk. You superficial as fuck. Yeah. right doesn't mean that you're a horrible person. Mm-hmm. It just means that you're superficial. You're just really superficial. Mm-hmm. it's th- Let me be crystal clear here. The sin is not in noticing whether someone's attractive or not. Mm-hmm. The sin is noticing whether or not someone's attractive and instantly deciding they're worthy as a person based on that the, alone. Right, exactly. exactly. So exactly. like like, like my friend said yesterday, if you look at someone like, oh, he's attractive, and then you try to find reasons to like him, mm-hmm. you have a problem. Mm-hmm. If you look at someone who's less attractive to you and you won't even give him a chance, right. and I don't even mean ugly, but just equal to you. Maybe right. they got the same weight you got, yep. Right. and you don't want to give him a chance
1: then Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. And I just feel like even, even if I flip it around and say, for instance, someone, you know, I go on a date with someone and the first thing that I can tell you right now, if the first thing you want to do is try to get me into bed because you think that I'm attractive, Um, then it's probably not going to go much mm -hmm. further than Mm -hmm. that. You know, Mm -hmm. because I, if I'm looking for more, I want more than that. And Mm. shit, you can have sex with fucking anybody. Anybody can have sex with anybody. Mm -hmm. You really can, Mm -hmm. you can, Pull up an app and be like, you want to fuck? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to fuck. And you fuck. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that. Right. But yeah, I, and I agree with Michael that it's hard because there are not that many avenues we have to find that. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. just don't. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have all the other barriers that, you know, guys give themselves. You know, well, I want to, you know, just... We can't tell nobody. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm, I don't want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. You can't so, build love like, on
0: top. You can't build love. It's on impossible. Top of shame. It's you yeah. absolutely you can't, impossible. You can't, you can't right. say I really want love, Eric. I just don't want people to know about it. Right. You can't do that. And and let me. I'm gonna tell you guys this. Some of you heard Those me say this before. Be so I'm sorry, before, Eric. Before yeah. you
1: even say that, and I want to just piggyback back mm-hmm. on that real quick. There's a difference between someone who wants to keep people out of their relationship mm-hmm. versus someone who doesn't want anybody to know that you're in yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a clear difference there, yeah. so don't try to say, "Well, I'm just I hate when I hear people say, "Well, I'm just private." We've right. talked about this shit before. Bullshit. Privacy mm-hmm. and is is different from a, wanting the world to be in your relationship because I get that. A mm-hmm. lot of times you don't want people all up in your shit because mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. offer their opinions and do all this other stuff that you don't really want to hear or deal mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. I get that. But Yeah. No, it's, it, that's not those exactly. those two things are not the same. They're so, not. The moment yeah.
0: you find yourself talking around, the fact that you're with someone, mm-hmm. right? That's when you have a problem. Exactly. If you know that everybody in your office or at your job, wherever you work, whether it's the office or not, if you know that they if you know that Cindy has a boyfriend and Greg has a girlfriend and your manager has a wife, and they say, Oh, you with somebody, you go, Um, nah, that's not private. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's you
1: saying, yeah. Yeah. I'm terrified to tell y'all and that's exactly. a problem. Right. And,
0: and, and versus if you, saying,
1: Oh yeah, I do have a I have a, I have a partner. I have yeah. never I have yeah. never in yeah. my
0: life seen. A man with his girlfriend walking to a room anywhere, and somebody says, "Who's she?" Oh, um, that's just my friend. We, we, I'm just private, mm-hmm. or I don't. Oh, but that's just uh, that's just Sheila. Mm-hmm. No, if that's his girlfriend, or he'll say that's my girlfriend. That's his wife. He'll say that's, yeah. he'll just say, that's my wife. Straight men don't do that whole. Oh, I'm just private. You don't see that exactly. unless they're cheating or some shit. Like, unless right. it's like girls, <laughs> like, exactly. you know, unless they're just a low down ass man doing yeah. doing something they ain't supposed to be doing. Exactly. But again, that's because they know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. But if if I'm with you. Like, I'm at a point in my life where if we're at some place like, like, if somebody, if we're, if, if I'm with you Mm -hmm. and we're at like a party or something with your friends Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, who is he? But that's my homeboy. And we've been together for like years Mm -hmm. and living in the same house. Oh, hell. Well, my discernment, I would have, I would have, I would have known that about you before then. But my point is, um, I don't play that. Like, you don't get to say, I love you so much. I love you so much. I just don't want anybody to know that I love you. Yeah. Yeah, no.
2: if it can't be celebrated, then no. that's not Like,
0: loud. and if you're not ready, like I had a friend who, <laughs> I hope he doesn't, I hope he's not mad. I'm not gonna give any details, mm-hmm. but he had a long distance relationship where he was faithful to a guy for two years, mm. long distance, and he only got to see him for one week out the year, mm. and he, I know, I know, and he was mad because he was like, Eric, when we were around each other, all he wanted to do was touch me, and I was like, oh. Um, well, I was like, Jake, let's call him Jake. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jake, I thought you were in love with this guy. He's like, I am. And after you have every other part of the whole entire year to not touch, why didn't you want to reciprocate? And I was like, let me wait. Hold on. Let me let me ask you this. You mean you're out in public, don't you? And he was like, well, I mean, yeah, but why he got to do that? I was like, okay, so let's be clear. <laughs> you you didn't. It's not that you didn't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to be. And the thing is, just to be clear, I get it because mm-hmm. certain areas, it might not be the smartest thing, depending yeah, on what you definitely. want to deal with. But my whole thing is it affects like we even talked about how his sex life wasn't that great because mm. he was like, Well, I don't want to do this and do that because I don't want I don't want him to think less of me. I don't want him to see my head bobbing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want him to say that he fucked me. I'm like, wow. but I thought you love him. And no. I thought you yeah, I thought you wanted to. He's like, I do, but I don't want anybody to have anything over me.
2: Okay, see, See, too much bondage. Too much bondage. You can't, you
0: you can't function in a relationship that way. You can't can't say I love you so much, Mm -hmm. but you're straining and bending. And this is the thing that kills me, y'all. I'm gonna say this, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna shut up for like a minute. So, (laughs) the gag is, Mm -hmm. you say you want someone masculine, and masculine means nobody knowing what you do masculine means adjusting the way you walk adjusting Mm. the way you talk adjusting the way you dress all for other people so in essence you have no autonomy your life you live for other people's opinions of you Mm -hmm. you live a life ruled by fear the very definition of weakness Mm -hmm. you're not strong at all there's nothing masculine about that right Right. ironically what would really be make you much more of a man is if you could back up all the shit you talk about how you don't care what other people think Mm -hmm. and live your fucking life yeah that would be much more masculine.
2: Yeah, they're not looking for that. They don't, they don't want to be with someone that seems girly. You know, you're like you're speaking on a deep level and they're not even on that same wavelength. You know what I mean? That's hmm. these. see all of these obstacles. Of course, love is going to be found, I mean, hard to find with all of these obstacles internally and externally. It's just that's that's a lot. And for any of y'all, if y'all listening, and this might be stinging a little bit, you know, it might be speaking to you, use this as an, oppor- use this as an opportunity to, to examine grow. yourself yeah, and to grow from it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want love, then, yes, if you're working on yourself, then do that. But something's just going to have to change. And
1: get rid of this word, settle, because yeah, y- y'all don't even That's fucking so condescending. know what that means. Like, y- y- well, it's condescending, y- y- for y- one. Y- for one, yes. But I feel like people don't really understand what that word, like, to me you saying that, Oh, he's an inch too short. Mm. That's, that's not settling. That's mm. you being an asshole. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, definitely yeah. You yeah. Like an exactly. it's just you being an it's asshole. It's absolutely yeah. you
0: being an
2: asshole. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes,
1: I'm sorry if you feel like, well, he gotta be, he, he gotta be six foot or I ain't, I ain't going, yeah, I'm talking to you. And the thing is, if but, if he, you're but, but he gotta love me for me, right, but he gotta love me for me. Right.
2: If you're going to have those standards, okay, then have your standards, but you'll probably just be in the same place you are now. Exactly. So just, you can't,
0: you can't mail order love. Yeah. And the, i was about to say something else but
1: no matter how hard you try the, like, no, <laughs> start thinking about the russian brides
0: no for real oh, and, yeah. and they'd be resentful as fuck and it'd be biding their time i have a friend who,
1: who was a male or a bride mm. Mm.
0: well this is the other thing i was gonna say mm-hmm. you attract what you think you deserve
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i was telling my friend that yeah they were and y'all know about my past relationships when i had fucked up when i had dudes who fucked over me if, and this is this is so hard. This is this is advanced level shit. Yes. Being re- when to be real with yourself at this level, you gotta you gotta evolve. Mm-hmm. They treated me like shit because part of me felt that that's what I deserve. Yeah. You don't keep attracting guys who will fuck over you mm-hmm. or women who you attract what you think you deserve. Doesn't mean you will never encounter a bad person. Right. But when people you teach people how to treat you, mm-hmm. people can good and bad people can read people.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the thing is, I emit an aura now that says that's. Fuck boys run. Mm-hmm. I in an aura now that says powerful, strong, self-assured. Right. I don't get shitty dudes mm-hmm. anymore. Like mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't even dare. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I would intimidate them. Mm-hmm. So only the kind of only dude I really attract these days, as far as somebody who would approach me in real life, is a dude who feels like he's got his shit together. Yeah. And like can back it up.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The only time I dealt with like, and when I got with one of my exes, who Michael especially knows, and you've met him, Dier, who we were really good, but. Our relationship fell apart because he was insecure mm-hmm. in his sexuality and he feared it was gonna go to hell he was gonna go to hell. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I was still kind of wrestling with it too, even though I said I mm-hmm. was okay, but I wasn't all the way there. And that's why I had him. Mm-hmm. And the guy I'm with now is a dude who boldly would say, If you say, Who's that? Oh, that's Eric, that's my boyfriend. Right i'm at a place now where i can receive that you know what i mean and i'm at a place where i'm the same way Mm -hmm. and so i wouldn't have been ready for that five years ago well Mm -hmm. not five sorry i wouldn't have been ready for that seven years ago eight years ago Mm -hmm. so um you have to it doesn't matter what you say because like mike said some of y'all claim that you're so comfortable with who you are but Mm -hmm. you're lying
2: that's true you are lying
0: like be real right like stop lying to yourself and it's hard to ask yourself uncomfortable questions mm-hmm. but i just it frustrates me because some of y'all come to me i'm not in all of y'all business y'all come yeah. to me yeah and i'm like and yeah like i'm so comfortable who i am but nobody knows about <laughs> me i'm like no
3: man nobody Stop knows
0: what i'm not supposed to tell everybody no it's not about telling everybody right. it's mm-hmm. about just stepping up and with the example i use with my friend and y'all heard me say this before my friend works at a gym mm-hmm. and so I was like, so let me ask you this. You work with a whole bunch of, like, Italian people, mm-hmm. a bunch of white people, whatever. they talking about black folk. Let's say they don't know you're in the room. Mm-hmm. Or let's say they think you're something else.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you do? He's like, well, I'm going to stand up. I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm going to let them know. Like, I'm a black man. You shouldn't. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think anybody would. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So what you going to do if they start talking about gay people? Right and he was like ah
2: crickets crickets ah. Right. and i was
0: like mm, you're not gonna stand up And he was like well my sexuality doesn't doesn't fi- doesn't, doesn't define, define me <laughs> and i was like ironically neither does your race <laughs> right. and you, this is somebody who self proclaimed doesn't really identify with a lot of conventional black culture Mm -hmm. in the first place. He doesn't quote unquote talk black his words. Mm -hmm. He doesn't listen to hip hop and stuff. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know a lot about black culture, Mm -hmm. but he still feels like I've got to stand up Mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. I can tell you for somebody who knows him, he's a lot gayer than he is black. Mm -hmm. But the, but the thing is I'm like, that's how self hate is an insidious thing. You say you don't hate yourself, but it it sneaks in with with all these rationales where where you say, Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm just this. I'm just that. And I told him the gag is, sexuality is an integral part of who you are. It's an yeah. integral part of the human experience. Right. right. A, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, practices, like Tao is practicing stuff, they believe it's your vital life force. Your mm-hmm. sexual energy is your vital life force. It is your creative force. Mm-hmm. So if you're stifling your sexual energy, you're stifling your very life force. Yep.
2: Exactly. And you know, the next time that someone says that to me, um, I'm not my sexuality, or it doesn't define me, I'm not going to get let them off the hook right then and there. I'm going to need no. an explanation. Okay, I hear you. Explain what that means. And exactly. I think if you press right. them, yeah, they'll, they'll people... start to see, well, they may not acknowledge it, but you'll start to see the holes mm-hmm. in the whole defense. Oh, yeah. That, that's just like throwing out, what is the term? Um, I don't know. They're hiding behind it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, no.
0: Yeah, it's it just it doesn't work like that. But this leads it me to not. the second question. Second question. So,
2: Dos preguntas.
0: another person hit me up well, around the questions. same time. Right <laughs> and he was like, I want to come out. Mm. And he credits us with the reason why he feels like he wants to, because he didn't wow. know that his words, and I'm I'm really paraphrasing, I'm condensing, he didn't know people like us existed. Mm. He lives in a, to, to hear him describe it, a remote part of the U.S. where there aren't a lot of examples of what a black gay man could be or okay. what any gay person could be, yeah. let alone a black one. Mm-hmm. And so he's always felt very really alone, and we've given him hope. And so he hears us talking, and he's like, well, let's say I come out, like I want to, but how do you get past the fear of possible repercussions, um, i.e. social ostracism, physical violence, and possibly even losing your job.
2: Hmm. Can you read the list again? We're the last. Uh, <laughs>
1: possibly <laughs> losing your job. Social. Social. Ostracism. ostracism, ostracism. and uh, violence. Mm-hmm. Physical violence. And
0: it, pretty much any repercussion you could think of. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, well, for me... It's just, it's just so much to say. Because it can well, be
0: cut off from your family. Like, those things kind of encompass all the different... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: <clears throat> for me, it was it was a process. Um, coming out was a process, and it took time. If I were to try to think inward out, for one, having close friends, and you may not have this, but I'm just saying what I have. So having Eric and DeMarcus, who I, sp- re- I spend so much time around, having that affirmation um, was encouraging and strengthening to me. Yeah, you man. know, just being around people who I know were like me mm-hmm. and who could um, support me. But I think what he's saying, he does not have that. So I have to scratch it off the table. Um, as far as the job aspect, not this is a little bit tricky and not to backtrack on, we're not, you know, being sheltered and all of that. I don't know how it really works in some environments with, with the job. If there is something at your job that prohibits people from being uh, so open about their relationships, I don't know if that even exists but if you're hinting towards that well i guess yeah do what your job tells you to do but that doesn't mean when you clock out that you can't live who you are mm-hmm. you know so if you're not gonna if it's not saying bring your boyfriend to your desk right you know or the straight woman bring her husband to her desk but i don't know about that when people say their job losing their job well that discrimination does exist so i can't speak too much on that i'm not sure so definitely you know see what the policies are and and, and kind of discuss that as far as the physical violence is concerned you know, I'm not, it, it does happen. It does. It does happen. It yeah, does happen. It um, does. But I've been out now for I don't know how many years and I've never been threatened um, with physical violence. So while it does happen, it also does not happen. Let me ask
0: y'all this. What was y'all motivation for coming out? Like, what was the point where you're like, okay, I just can't, like, I, I need to come out? Like, I
2: just can't. I, do this I, I couldn't live any longer with denying what was an integral part there, of my Was there like essence? a thing
0: that happened? Yeah, or? the
2: catfish love. I fell in love
0: okay and yeah we did talk about that in the yeah yeah I, I fell in yeah. love but so that can was you a big give thing like a very surface condensed version for people who didn't hear that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, episode?
2: yeah i met someone online um and at that time i was still closeted or whatever but we clicked you know it seemed like our personalities match um our physical attraction it went both ways and um i really enjoyed talking to him and everything that i felt when I was communicating with him did not feel wrong. It didn't feel dirty. It didn't feel quote sinful, if you believe in that. It didn't feel um, anti-life affirming. It just felt like I was alive. Not. It didn't just feel good. It felt like I was reborn in a sense. Like, okay, this is a aspect of life that I have never encountered yet. You know what I mean? And also for yeah. the record,
0: this guy says that while he grew up in a religious environment, yeah. he does not believe that God doesn't like him. He's strictly afraid of society.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's a big thing too, you know, but yeah, that's what it was that's for valid, me. It, that's it, that's it, it was falling concern. in love. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It, it was falling in love. And as far as a social ostracization, if I say that right. Whatever. Um, yeah. Like, as far as feeling like an outcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, sure. As far as feeling like an outcast, mm-hmm. it, it can happen. It can happen. So you really gonna have to make a choice. Um, if you're ready to to face that, if it, if it's going to happen, but that's I said. Try to see if you can find someone to connect with, and this is where being online can be beneficial. Yeah, that's you true. know, because maybe there are some people in your area, wherever remote mm-hmm. area you're in, maybe there's someone like are you the only gay person? I well, mean, you could probably be, not, but you and know. And
0: also, I uh, forgot to mention he's afraid of being humiliated and shamed by his own family.
2: Okay, now fair. For me, Concerns. and if my family's listening, I love y'all. But for me, there was so much um distance from my mm. family when I went off to college, and we weren't like interacting like that. Mm. That I know it's gonna sound so crazy or so bad, so, but it is what it is. Emotionally, I just kind of drifted. You mm. know what I mean? So it, it there the my emotions weren't so invested in what they thought mm. at the time that it would kill me, but. Um, my family. You know, there were a couple members who did not agree with it, but by that time, like I said, I had friends who built Mm -hmm. me up. I started to pull away from things that were threatening my own happiness, and so over time, I just got the courage to live it through. Mm -hmm. Right, you know what I mean. So it was a step by step process. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. For me, it was similar. Um, in terms of what you asked specifically, Mm -hmm. it was very similar to Michael's situation where I. I was in love mm-hmm. for the most part. At least I knew that I was. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna interject really know. quickly. Uh-huh.
0: Take note, guys. Notice that everybody's saying that falling in love made them not want to hide it. Like what's but, that passage right. in the scripture? You don't light a lamp to hide it and underneath. Put it under, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, you the like nobody hit. when you if decide you know if you think. That you in love but you don't want nobody to know you're not, it's in, not love. in love. Yeah. No. You're not in love. You might be in love. Yeah. Love
2: makes you bold. Exactly. Yeah. Trust me. Yes. Love makes yeah. you bold. That's my
1: name, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, actuality. Yeah. in actuality. Right. Um, right. right. Yeah. I, I, and I, like I, because I worked up that relationship with him mm-hmm. over those years writing all those letters and shit, mm-hmm. I felt emboldened mm-hmm. to tell my mom. Mm-hmm. I wanted to let her know and I, because I felt like, <laughs> it was so funny, I felt like in the sin of lying to her mm-hmm. that I needed to bear, you know, give her the truth about what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I did. And so I came out and so that's what, that's what drove me to, to come out now to the, to the question itself. All of those things you mentioned are things that I went through in my head as well. Mm-hmm. So what I did that kind of helped me was I tested the waters with people that I knew and, and kind of trusted. Mm. So I, you know, I started with one of my close friends in in high school and told him mm-hmm. that I was gay, and and kind of got that reaction just to kind of see yeah. what what am I gonna be dealing with here, mm-hmm. and so and actually and that went very well. So I was like, okay, you know, step one, check. Mm-hmm. Step two, mm-hmm. a family member. I went to my aunt, mm-hmm. talked to her about it. Check. Mm-hmm. Everything worked out fine. She gave me the warning that my mom would probably not react as calmly Mm -hmm. as she did Mm -hmm. um so i was like okay so let me kind of inch a little bit closer and talk to my brother Mm -hmm. and my cousin who lived in the same household that we did Mm -hmm. talk to them and i mean it was in my mind it was all going to be a complete nightmare Mm -hmm. but it went very well so i was like, okay it can't be as bad as i think it will be talking to her Mm -hmm. now and i again i've talked about this story before but i'll give you a brief synopsis that she came home one night and I was in her room and I told her I wanted to talk about something and she kind of did some guesswork. So that, that helped me a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, in telling her, I was in fear of all of those things you said, like I was in fear of her just basically telling me to get out the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in fear of maybe a the possibility of a physical altercation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was mostly verbal mm-hmm. and, eventually things got to where I didn't really want to be there anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and and it wasn't because of things that she was saying or anything like that. It was just number one, she was doing a lot of crying and it just made me not want to be there. And I I didn't know how to comfort her in that situation. So it was, you know, her talking, talking to my cousins and stuff and trying to get them to understand what was happening. Mm -hmm. And then eventually the relationship just kind of started to waver. So I felt it was best that I, that I leave. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know what situation this person is mm-hmm. is in. I can I should um, be,
0: and I don't want to pry too much. No, yeah, it's fine. Crying why? Because oh my god, I my my son is gay, and the relationship started to waver. Like, but she was like, "Can you be straight?" Like, what? Because this guy's, I think he's afraid of. I'm trying not to. I think question marks will be more scary. So I'm just trying to get gotcha, yeah. an idea of, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: It, so okay, so her response, her immediate response was to cry. And after the fact, she came to me and explained to me that it was because she felt that I would be in, like my life would be in danger.
0: Okay, so she wasn't mad at you. She was crying for you. But
1: she was also angry. (laughs) Okay. So I'm pretty sure based on the two years that we... Pretty much didn't talk to each other. That it was it was a a combination of both.
0: So did she kind of feel like you were choosing this?
1: She did, mm-hmm. because I re- I specifically re- remember her when she was talking to my cousins who came over, her mentioning that it was a phase, that it must be a phase. I hope you're and happy was like, now, right?
0: Now that you're choosing this. <laughs> yeah. You too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and and um, and so that kind of. Made me feel some kind of way because I was like, well, I'm pretty sure it's not. Mm. Um, and, and it was funny because I actually told my mom I was dating both men and women, which I guess at the time was kind of mm. sort of true. I mean, everyone goes through we that bisexual. We, we do. We all do that. And yeah. it wasn't, but again, it was to make the the blow feel a little bit mm-hmm. less. To cushion the blow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it wasn't technically true. I mean, I was dating girls or whatever, but... Mm. And actually, at that point, I hadn't dated a guy, which was actually kind of interesting. But I knew what right. I was feeling inside. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it can be very difficult to think about. But the only way to know what kind of reactions you're going to get is you you have to find somebody that you're willing to tell. And, that, and, that, and honestly, it's kind of like the whole um, the allergy test. You got to prick yourself in order to find out what's what's wrong. Or what, what could possibly cause you harm?
2: Yeah, if you don't mind me just jumping on that really, really fast. And that's the other thing. You're going to come out more than once. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. You, when people say come out, I, I think, you know, we kind of think, oh, it's just a one big time thing and everyone knows. So not really. No. I mean, I came out to my family. Then I came out to some friends and I came out to some people. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a process. Yeah, it is. But um, so maybe you'll, you'll, your resolve will get stronger as you keep going. But um. And I, I don't know if this is going to sound encouraging or not but a piece of it it's kind of hard to say and it might be hard to receive but also if you can kind of just press forward and in, in doing it um because when as Dier was saying you won't know until yeah. you um yeah. try it you know and what it's mean? Scary. like we can, we it's can scary. give you our story and I'm glad that you asked and we want to share these stories and hopefully there's something you can gain from it to have strength but once you process what we say then it's going to come back to you And trying to do it. And I also
0: say, too, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown's. um, She wrote a book called Daring Greatly. Yeah. She talks about how you don't owe everybody your life. You don't. That's true, too. You sure don't. So I kind of went on a coming out tour. And for those of you, there's always some assholes like, why do you need to come out? You need to come out because we live in a culture where it's not assumed. Well, okay, let me be clear. There are some people who they be like, I'm gay. And everybody's like, yeah. (laughs) We knew. Duh. (laughs) Girl. Duh. Now, now, take your ponytail out of your face, right yeah, so, um, I'm gay, yeah, so like you got some hairs out of yeah, we know, but um to say, I'm gay. no, let me stop, let me, let me not even just type this you and I'm now I'm falling into the now, I'm becoming the oppressor, but the point is,
1: oh they all are. for those of us right. who
0: either by default or those of us who went out of our way to construct an image of straightness, I know I did, mm-hmm. I had girlfriends and I brought him around I had I was having sex and everybody knew about it even though a lot of that was because of the girls but um mm-hmm. I went on a kind of a coming out tour you know mm-hmm. and uh, like we talk about all the time we're pretty good at reading people in an intuitive sense yeah. um we don't mean insulting mm-hmm. you know like not a read but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but in in reading spirits kind of and so I knew when I could tell my brother mm-hmm. Marcus about me yeah and um and then I eventually I told one of my cousins and eventually I told my oldest brother. And, um, I think at the time that I told my parents, it was at a point when they were ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I could have told them at the time I told Marcus because yeah. they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. They might feel otherwise they'd be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think nobody wants to be the person who has a problem with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially once they're evolved, mm-hmm. but most people are the person who has a problem with yeah. it. Yeah. Like this, the, like I was telling my dude earlier, the mistake i think a lot of us make is it's just like oh it's just one or two bad people no mm-hmm. it's all of us in little ways contributing to this culture yep. and mm-hmm. even thus even those of us who refuse to come out um are contributing are yeah. contributing mm-hmm. and so yeah. you do it need to come out because it's not assumed mm-hmm. and it's part of the reason why you're so scared now and not the person that asking the question necessarily but just to this Generally. directed to that person who's like why come out and you know fucking well why mm-hmm. yeah you know so with that being said i I picked, and not everybody needs to know my personal. I didn't mm-hmm. go around. I didn't make a big Facebook post about it. Right. Exactly. And well, so
1: I have now. I'm I going going to say to I <laughs> have. Actually, have well, we, since. And yeah. we all growing in that. Back good. then, yeah. but yeah, because but, <laughs> Facebook didn't even exist. But right I I, right.
0: I eased into it with like people I trusted to kind of build myself up. Yeah. And so I, as a piece of advice, I would say pick. Like a, a, a sibling whom you really trust, mm-hmm. or a, a good friend that you really trust, mm-hmm. someone you really trust to with it, and just kind of test the waters that way. And the thing is, the the fact is, it may hurt. Like I, we've said this before in many podcasts. What was scary for me is by the time I came out, I knew the people who got kicked out. Mm -hmm. I knew people who had been physically assaulted. I knew people who had gone through all of the horror stories. I knew those people, like, in real life. I Mm -hmm. knew some of those people. And so I knew that that was a reality, a potential reality for me. Thankfully, that wasn't what ended up happening. And I'll tell you this, not to get too, uh, like, big, but in in, like, the macrocosm of the world, your actions have repercussions and just like some of you who have hit me up saying I'm 40, 27, 50, 33 and because of listening to y'all I feel comfortable to mm-hmm. come out to love myself somebody's yep. counting on you to be braver and more Absolutely. courageous and Absolutely. and i know for some of y'all might be like fuck everybody else and just worry about me i get that right. but you know <laughs> part of the reason why this is even a problem is because all of the i don't think it's no 10 percent. i think it's a whole bunch more Hell than yeah. that. of course it is please yeah. i've heard it's that 10 percent of the population whatever no fuck not, that. no no <laughs> yeah, all the way fuck that mm-hmm. and some some people have their way through like 50 so right. no but um yeah so i think that the issue is if if those of us and the thing is i presently know personally nfl players professional actors professional singers famous people mm-hmm. who i know personally are gay mm-hmm. but you don't know right listener and um it's just kind of it's just kind of crazy because everybody and, and a lot of these guys and a lot of you listening because some of y'all i talk to on social media y'all perpetrate like oh i'm so hard i don't give any fucks you give every fuck mm-hmm. your whole life is ruled by at some point at some point you get fed up and you don't even give a fuck anymore you you truly don't give mm-hmm. a fuck anymore what's gonna happen yeah at some point being suffocated and stifled The novelty of that wears thin and you're ready to start living your whole life, even if it means having to cut some people off. Yeah, that
2: is so true. You know, something that you said made me think of something else. In addition to having people in my life like Eric and DeMarcus who I could talk to and trust, um, I also started to change up what I read and what I watched. And this might sound kind of weird or kind of funny, but I'm being serious though. Like I started watching and reading more gay material so that it even felt more normal to me. And the reason why I say that is because at the time that I was closeted, I was trying to change, and um, I didn't want to be that way. But once I started to get past that, even I myself had to familiarize my um, my mind with just I don't want to say gay lifestyle, because in that sense, not that yeah, it's I don't like, like that word. Yeah, compartmentalized. But, 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 but yeah, really, we, yeah, but we, we, but we know what you're saying. Yeah, but like yeah. when you watch, I, I do think the music we listen to, the the things that we watch, can be inspiring. And things like Pariah and mm. um, Blackbird, mm. you know, watching things like that and gaining strength from that too can also think help to looking, mold your listening mind. Listening
0: and looking to art that, yeah, art the that reflects the gay experience. Yes, thank the, you. The, the kaleidoscope of the gay experience. Yes. Because Pariah is different from um, Moonlight, is right. different from exactly. Blackbird. They're unifying threads. It's not my story. Right. Like when I saw not Moonlight, either, yeah. I was like, wow, this is powerful, but it's not yeah. my story. See, so I don't like gay lifestyle because it, it implies I don't homogeneity. I, but I, I agree. But there is... But I, I think it's good to read and watch, like, to read literature and watch movies of different people's yeah. gay experience. Like, yeah. the their experience with them living with this. Exactly. yeah, now yeah. My
1: black ass. <laughs> or LGBTQ <laughs> experience. Right. You know. yeah. Instead of just reading and, you know, looking at movies and shit, my ass moved to <laughs> fucking Philadelphia, <laughs> the city of brotherly love. And they say that for a reason. um And dove right into the mix of it. I never. Man. So I went from like no exposure whatsoever mm-hmm. to going to balls and, you know, like learning, learn all I've of that stuff for the very first yeah. time. Like I'd I mean, never, I, I didn't, one. I didn't even know Not what that TV. was. Like I had never heard of that right. before, but I jumped right into it and my mind was blown. I was like, mm-hmm. holy fuck. Like mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of people like me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Right. So, but I know things are different now because we obviously have technology. Yeah. I'm not date. not to say we didn't have no technology back then. We had Yahoo instant messenger yeah, yeah. and we had AOL instant messenger <laughs> and all of those. Right. Them. But, um, but, it wasn't as easy to get in touch with people like we can now. You know, you mm-hmm. pick up your phone, you go on social media, and bam, you can find a million people like you. Yeah. But back then, it was it it blew my mind to find that these people, some a lot of which who were kicked out of homes and whatnot, because I found like there was an alternative home. Yeah. That um that the, I used to visit. Okay. I didn't live there. I used the gay, to visit. like gay houses. Yeah, basically like house
0: of Darion. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. House because of these ninja. people were the mantra,
1: ostracized yeah. and kicked out and and whatnot yeah. and. And I just thought that was so interesting, you know, and to go in there and tell my story Mm -hmm. and listen to their stories and just to find that it was just very encouraging to find so many people from so many different backgrounds Mm -hmm. who all shared this one thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I can like, this is fine for me. Like Mm -hmm. I can, I can deal with this. And so I wouldn't, I would never give up that experience and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything either. When I think back on it, you know, coming out to my mom at that time, I, Probably at this point, if I went back with the knowledge I have now, I probably would have came out a whole lot sooner. To mm, be honest, yeah, yeah that's yeah. just me. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, you can take a lot of this mm-hmm. advice that we've given and and really, it's it's gonna be hard to just finally go and do it. Mm-hmm. But once you do, you'll feel a lot better, regardless of what happens. Like now, if you're in physical danger, obviously, yeah, not yeah, saying, be wise. We're not saying
0: forfeit all common sense, right? Yeah, you know? be wise. If you're in physical
1: danger, get out of this situation mm-hmm. as fast as you can mm-hmm. regardless of who it is don't allow anybody to hurt you um right. because that's just that's not <laughs> that's, you, we we don't want that for you obviously mm-hmm. um and if you feel like you're in danger hell i even hate to say call the cops because mm-hmm. shit i don't even want to say that i don't even I don't know who to call like just call somebody <laughs> you trust call right. somebody you trust right. to come help you right. um god forbid you call the cops um mm-hmm. and some shit goes down god but um mm-hmm. but yes please just 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 use your best judgment but m- like mike said move forward move mm-hmm. forward with it mm-hmm. um because it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna start. It's almost like starting life anew, mm-hmm. in a sense.
0: And also, it's kind of like mm-hmm. when people say, um, "When you forgive somebody, you don't do it for them. You do it for you to free mm-hmm. yourself." I feel like coming out. Don't it's the same. Don't yeah. put all your success. Don't put all the success of it on how people react. Right. The success is you freeing yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how they react, you win. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you get to tell the truth, and you're not like, you. You get to be unbridled. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's a
1: great feeling exactly oh my gosh. Right. It was a great the feeling. majority
0: of people responded amazingly well to me and my story has kind of mm-hmm. gotten like it has come very unusual like i had very bigoted um friends family members acquaintances who instantly changed their views once i came out mm-hmm. which is highly unusual like a good 10 of them was like gays this these facts and then i came out and it was like whoa because it, because it mm-hmm.
1: puts it it puts you in there in their in their eyesight and it's like wow like i never would have thought you Mm -hmm. i had family members
0: who stopped going to church because of me and i was like what and they were like i was like no i didn't want you to give up your whole religion they were like look eric you were antithetical Mm -hmm. to what i was told a gay person was supposed to be so this now calls everything i've been taught into question yeah exactly and i was like damn yep and y'all know one of my cousins literally the day i came out he was bashing gay verbally Mm. and and within minutes he was like Within a minute, he was like, "I'm so sorry." He's like, "All I could think of is all the dumb shit I said," and I was like, "Just like that." Similar, and he and mm -hmm. he was like, "I didn't know you could be gay. I didn't know you could be gay. Like, if gay is you, I can't hate gay." Mm -hmm. And he and that's the thing. I'm it's
1: that stereotype. It's
0: a lot of people believe in a figment of the imagination, and Mm -hmm. y'all think y'all are doing yourselves or anyone else a favor. Um, I I think like I feel like free yourself possibly help the world like you know like Mm -hmm. it's a domino effect Mm -hmm. i've seen people in my own family friends and stuff change dramatically like i knew a couple religious people that are friends of all of us who like broke down crying Mm -hmm. with just at the thought that i wouldn't feel like i could talk to them because of their religious beliefs Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and like i don't want to name names but but people you know like i'm so sorry and i was such a i was such a bitch like i need to check my spiritual beliefs and like I think that the cognitive dissonance makes people think. Because yep. it's one thing to hate gays or can't stand gays when they have to hate the air, when they have to hate Michael, when they have yep. to hate Eric, mm-hmm. when they have to hate Kevin, Kyle, Rodney, whatever your name may be, um, you might be surprised. People can surprise you sometimes and also yeah, can. you can surprise yourself with how strong you are.
2: I'm glad yeah, I'm glad you said that because And I know it's not everything is not the same, Mm. but have you had any other opposition in your life before? And how did you make it through that? I'm sure there have been obstacles that you have overcome. And like I said, I'm not saying that everything is the same, but you know what it's like to be victorious. I know it sounds so churchy, but you know what it's like to be victorious. I got the victory. Right.
1: Hallelujah. And like Eric
2: said, you're you're more likely much stronger than what you know, you know? So it's just now directing that strength and that that drive and thirst to live in this direction yep, so exactly. yeah
0: yeah you don't get me started on my witchy shaman stuff mm-hmm. I, I feel like people are so much more powerful than they know but, i really that quote of our greatest fear is not that we're inadequate but our greatest fear is that we're being with power beyond measure and all that stuff mm-hmm. and i'm probably screwing up but basically i think that that's so true i think most people are if anything afraid because i think most people intuitively know that they're capable of so much more in life mm-hmm. And the infinite possibility that infinite expanse of their potential existence is exhilarating but also frightening yeah, yeah. And so they'd rather keep life in a box but I say the very fact that you are even hitting us up some strangers exactly about this that says shows that growth yeah. you're, you're, ready. Ready. you're ready I say it says it shows that you you've already made up your mind that you right. you want to come out yeah you're ready to be free because you don't even know us exactly you know what I mean I mean you kind of do. What is that quote? You, you know a whole bunch about our lives. Right. What is that quote where it says
2: something like um but what if I fall? But what if you fly? Yeah, but what if you fly, dear? But my dear what if, Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so well, a gravity fly.
1: gravity said. No, I'm just nah,
2: see, see. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. You go ahead and fly. <laughs>
1: Well, we fall down. No, no, none of his stuff, we please. Get, no, no, I got to sing none like him. None of his stuff. We fall down. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. But yeah. we get up <laughs> on my... Now, y'all? <laughs> just Stop so my uh,
0: you know, there's a scene in, in the episode of Girlfriends where he's singing. <laughs> he's and on they there. Step, yeah, and they step up to the front of the church, and it's Ooh. such an emotional scene. Like, really? it's okay.
1: a, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. You gotta
2: go back up again. Yes. Go okay. back up again.
0: I can't do the voice like you. But, uh, back I
2: can't
0: it <laughs> I can't he, do it. He be
1: getting up there though. I can, I can give him that.
0: It's gonna be all head voice coming from me. So it's not gonna be,
1: <laughs> he do be getting up
2: a- go back up again. <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: not gonna be no chest though, for y'all who, those oh, y'all man. who are singing I, I'll give him i I'll give him some credit. He might conurle the fuck out of it, but he can get some chesty resonance can. really yeah. high. I just
1: don't like that it sounds throaty, but I I don't think that's what it is. Is is that what it is? Well,
0: it's not, it's like kind of covered.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, it's very. I I remember I almost died when I was still watching um, gospel stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he was on that show with the Clark sisters. And he got up there beside them and he (laughs) said something to the effect that. He used to act like he was like the Six Clarks or something like that. And, yo, but he was hitting all the notes they were. I bet like, he was. Like matching them back and forth. And mm-hmm. I said, I know
1: you are. Go ahead. I bet he was.
0: I used to, <laughs> when I first started coaching, I, I coached a was. lot of gospel there was I coached a lot of male altos and sopranos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm? Yes, there were. Sing, y'all. Totally straight male altos and sopranos.
2: Sing, y'all. Sing,
0: you No, let me stop. <laughs> totally, totally heterosexual. I woke up
1: this morning with my mind. Hey.
2: Stay. Mm-mm. Stay. <laughs> oh, jeez. That little hand movement.
0: I, I knew dudes who would audition for the choir. <laughs>
2: I'm looking for a <laughs> miracle. The I
0: don't remember oh, all the I words. Can't. I don't even remember. Oh, man. I cannot. <laughs> but, but all that to say, man, all that to say. Be, be encouraged. Don't ever stop. Oh, I you were go one. through
1: when being courage.
0: Yeah, but no, no this is a different what's one. Going on. But and we go through this. We've been through this like a few times. There's another yeah. being encouraged there That's is. popular. Make
1: it all
3: but right,
1: but you gotta stay strong. I don't like
0: that. One. I don't like that
1: one. Oh, but you William. like
0: I say. <laughs> you gotta do what?
1: Stay strong. I was gonna
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I gotta believe.
1: Oh <laughs> yes.
0: But. You're strong. You're stronger than you think you are. Yes, you are. And um, like I said, regardless of how people react, you're doing this to free yourself. and life, life doesn't begin and end in North Carolina. Life doesn't begin and end in New Jersey. I'm naming random places. Life doesn't begin and end in Sherman Oaks, California. Life doesn't begin and end sometimes in New Orleans. Sometimes when you're born and raised in a place, especially because what these guys have mentioned were that they've never really lived away from where they are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're afraid to venture out. Look, there's so much more to to there this is. country to yes. the world yes, than absolutely. just one little fifty mile radius, ten mile radius, or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't be that person when you older like I, I could have done. Don't let fear bind you. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying be stupid and just go run out and just go. Well, don't be bold like D'Ar and just go run off. Because you, know? you may or may not be lucky. But d- plan it. Like think yeah, about it. I but, ain't like, planning nothing, but,
1: y'all. I was just like, you know what? Plane ticket, bam, I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna shit and out when you I were, get there. And you were
0: one of the lucky ones because I've <laughs> known mm, of people God. to leave and, and didn't think it through and had to come right on back. Yeah. Well, they ended up on so, the and for somewhere. a moment
1: I did. For a moment I thought I was gonna have to turn around and go back. And I, But all I could hear in my head was, see, I told you so. Mm. I told you so. And that shit made me work hard yeah. not to get back to Dallas, motivate. Texas. Yeah. And I ended up living in Philly for five years. Mm. So, hey. Gotta do if I gotta can do that You can get through this You gotta be bold,
3: you
0: gotta be bad You gotta, gotta be, be stronger You
2: gotta be old.
0: Nobody knows the worst you, mm-hmm. you, you gotta be together You gotta be
2: together All I
3: know, all I know Is love will lead the way
2: <laughs> Why don't I yeah. know those words? If you wanna be somebody, uh, if you, you wanna, wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. attention.
0: Ooh, that was me, y'all. Sorry. That's all right. It's it partially right. me because I I just can't support nothing right now because my body is I had to riff out of it. I couldn't even. I can't sustain some
2: harmonies, though. I can't.
0: I can't sustain.
2: <laughs> I'm not
1: feeling well.
2: I got pain. Oh, right, yeah, oh shit! Right, yeah. I was we like, need, wait. We need to put yeah. a clip of that up. Yes, too. we do. Because that was fucking.
1: and F- We all got
2: pain. Mm. Were there any other questions, by the way?
0: No I think. It was not well. If there, even if there were, not yeah. <laughs> next. next week.
2: <laughs> all right. But I just want to. We
1: will check. finish answering next. But week. I think
0: yeah. on the guest list so far, I'm gonna give you all a sneak peek. I haven't even talked this over with the guys, but I know that we will most likely get, um. The head of social experiments llc yes! is dating. yeah and <laughs> they do same-sex dating events and yeah. um in atlanta dc and new york and mm-hmm. they're amazing mm-hmm. and um you're gonna enjoy that when it's like a dating expert for those of you who want some stuff it'll probably be a fun show mm-hmm. and also i'm gonna throw this out here now i'm trying to get tra- uh tracy Af- is it tracy africa
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get Tracy yeah. Africa. I know they also call her like
0: did they call her um did she has another title? I think she was used to lead a house back in the day. I don't know if they call her Mother Africa or something mm-hmm. or Mama Africa. Mm-hmm. But she was a transgender That's um so model. Yeah look her up if you know who she is, but we're trying to get her on the show and I think I'm trying to put a little pressure on her by announcing this so maybe she'll come.
2: Yeah, come but, on, but, um, trying to get um, her on the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tracy Africa Norman is an. We've American got Tracy model. Africa.
3: Tracy Africa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was the first African American transgender woman model. Look, look up her
0: story; it's really incredible. Yeah. It is. So we're gonna try to um have some. That would great be people awesome. Yeah, be so freaking yeah. awesome.
2: So be on a lookout. Oh yes, girl, I'm talking, talking to, to you. you. If you live
0: at home with your mama, oh, oh yes, boy, I'm, I'm talking, talking to you. You, you don't have a to and you don't pay rent. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, boy, I'm, I'm talking, talking to you. Trying I to get with me
3: with, me with, with no, no money, oh, oh no. I don't want no snow,
2: scrubs. scrubs. No, no. No. Oh, sorry, hit the mic. Mm-hmm. Scrubs. Now a
0: scrub is a guy that thinks he's flying. is also known as a buster. Buster.
1: (laughs) Always talking about what he wants. Just sits on his broke ass. So no. Uh,
2: All right. See y'all later. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)